Welcome to Nets Talk Now, Driving Change, a podcast brought to you by the Network of Employers for Traffic Safety. Each month, we bring you engaging conversations with global road safety leaders and innovators, so you too can work to advance road safety for everyone. Welcome, everyone. Glad to have you here again for another NETS podcast where we talk about road safety issues, especially relevant to employers. So I am Susan Hipp, the Executive Director of the Network of Employers for Traffic Safety, and very glad to have with us today LaCheryl Jones, who is a Highway Safety Specialist with the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, or NHTSA. And she is going to be sharing some information with us today about a topic that becomes a little more relevant as we get into these hot summer months. And we see more and more motorcycles on the road. And we really need to be much more aware and pay attention, especially as we uh, here in the U.S. in the month of May focus on motorcycle safety awareness. So LaCheryl is here with us, uh, has some really great background and experience with motorcycles, and is going to share some great information with us. So LaCheryl, welcome. Glad to have you here today. Thank you so very much, Susan, for having me. Super excited to do this. Great. Absolutely. And just to to give a little bit of background uh, for those that are listening today, LaCheryl joined NHTSA, uh, which is part of the United States Department of Transportation in Washington, D.C., as a highway safety specialist in the Safety Countermeasures Division, located within the Office of Safety Programs back in July of 2020. And the Safety Countermeasures Division is responsible for several priority areas, including pedestrian and bicycle safety micromobility, pupil transportation, motorcycle, and older road user safety. So in her role, she serves as the NHTSA National Program Manager for both the Motorcycle Safety and Micromobility Safety Programs. And before joining NHTSA, LaCheryl worked for the Maryland Department of Transportation Motor Vehicle Administration as a Division Manager in Central Operations and Safety Programs. She holds a Bachelor of Science degree from the University of Maryland Eastern Shore and possesses more than 15 years of combined experience in customer service, team building, operations leadership, and transportation. So LaCheryl, great background here, lots of experience in this arena. So again, just really glad to have you here to share more information about this. But I do want to ask you, you know, based on this background, how did you end up in your current role at NHTSA? And what exactly is your experience besides working in this division? What's your experience with motorcycles? You and I have had some conversations. So I know I know you're really passionate about motorcycles and motorcycle safety. So tell us also why, why are you so passionate about this topic? Absolutely. Thank you so very much, Susan. Again, I am passionate about motorcycles because I've loved them since I was a little girl. I've always been fascinated seeing them. I remember riding in my my parents' car and just seeing motorcycles like, oh, wow, what's that? In my older years, when I started college, older years, right? When I started college, I remember there was this really popular movie called Biker Boys, and it reignited this passion that I had. And I started by, you know, seeking training, getting licensed. I started off as a passenger, you know, as a a college student back then. And I'm pretty sure now as well, you know, the dreams of having a motorcycle to it actually coming to fruition is, is a process, right? Because you have to have insurance, you have to buy your motorcycle and et cetera. So I started off as a passenger and I really, really continued my focus on just enjoying what it was like to ride on those two wheels, to feel the wind in your hair, to just, I like to say, be cool. 
as well. I'll throw that in there because it looked really cool, right? As I grew in my professional career, it intersected with traffic safety where I first got introduced in the state of Maryland. And during my career within Maryland, I saw the natural progression of my career through usajobs.gov, as most people are familiar with, hopefully, in searching for federal employment. I found an opportunity to join NHTSA through usajobs.gov, and it was a perfect fit for the next step in my traffic safety career. It was appealing as an opportunity to both combine my passion for motorcycling and traffic safety into a role that could impact both on a national level. I've, again, have loved motorcycles since I was little. Since I was a little girl, I've been fascinated by seeing them. I sought training and licensure in 2004, and I'm so passionate about it because my story has evolved from just the thrill seeker, you know, being that young rider, young passenger, to thrill seeking and being a safe rider. There's a thrill that comes with riding, and it's important that we ride safe. That's a great story. I love how that started and that that really talks to your passion for this and can really appreciate even better the role that you're in and the safety that you help promote. So love that story. Thanks for sharing that with us. Thank you. I want to ask you, LaCheryl, we've seen a rise in the number of road traffic fatalities and injuries in the U.S. And so I'm wondering, is this true for motorcycles as well? Has there been an increase in the number of motorcycle fatalities and injuries? And if so, why do you think that's the case? Yes, there unfortunately was an 11% increase in motorcycle fatalities from 2019 to 2020. And recent data shows that motorcyclist fatalities have increased 7.7% from 2020 to 2021. There are a variety of factors that need to be and are being explored as contributors to the rise in number of road traffic fatalities and injuries in the U.S., NHTSA data highlights some of the most prevalent contributors, such as speeding and impairment. I think it will remain important for us to use data and research to continue exploration of what may be both unique and trending in all cases of crashes. So we are definitely seeing that trend with speeding and impairment um, in regular passenger vehicles as well. So that's very interesting to see that that's also happening with the motorcycles. So in addition to those, in addition to speeding and impairment, what what are some other causes of motorcycle crashes? And are there ways for riders to avoid possible dangerous driving scenarios? While we should continue to explore each crash for both unique crash characteristics and characteristics similar to trending data. NHTSA's latest 2020 NCSA data shows a 6% increase in unlicensed riders and that motorcycle riders involved in fatal crashes continue to have higher percentages of alcohol impairment than drivers of any other motor vehicle type. NHTSA NCSA data also shows that on average, in states where there are universal helmet laws, also known as UHLs, there are fewer fatalities that include a motorcyclist not wearing a helmet. NHTSA consistently promotes the importance of getting training and licensed to safely operate a motorcycle. You learn the basics, and it's very important. Wearing an FMVSS 218 DOT-compliant helmet to reduce the chance of death or traumatic brain injury in the event of a crash. Also, choosing to ride sober because there is a line between drinking and riding, and the smart ones never cross it. And motorist awareness because motorcyclist safety is everyone's safety. 
that's a perfect point there. And I'm, I'm going to have a follow-up question about that in just a minute. But before that, so these safe driving practices that you've mentioned, so it's the importance of getting trained and licensed. It's also wearing a helmet. Uh, writing sober. Um, as you mentioned, you know, there's a line between drinking and, and writing and you don't cross that. And then other motorcyclists just being aware. But so these these safe driving practices that you just mentioned, they can be applied anywhere in the world, really, for motorcyclists and not just in the U.S., even though, um, you know, a lot of our focus, especially now, as I mentioned, the, you know, May being Motorcycle Safety Awareness Month in the U.S., but many of our NETS member companies have two and three wheeled vehicle fleets in other countries, and they're in very populated, congested cities. So what information can you share about avoiding motorcycle crashes and putting these safe driving practices to use in congested metropolitan areas, especially in other countries where the infrastructure does not always allow for safe riding? Absolutely. Those are good scenarios and examples and honestly, a lot to consider. And no matter where you are, there are a few things that we talk about in general. And in general, we should continue our focus on exploring each crash for both unique crash characteristics and characteristics similar to trending data, while also exploring research to help us better understand crash causation and countermeasures. And that is a trending and hot topic within motorcycle safety, continuing to explore research with the evolution of motorcycling, the different types of motorcycles, the different environments, and etc. So it's definitely important that we continue to explore the data and research. NHTSA's National Center for Statistics and Analysis, you heard me mention it earlier as NCSA, that website has a variety of tools, publications, and data that can be explored to see what is contributing to the motorcycle crashes in congested metropolitan cities. For example, the Fatality and Injury Reporting System tool, also known as FIRST, allows a user to construct customized queries from the Fatality Analysis Reporting System, also known as FARS, and from the Crash Reporting Sampling System, also known as CRSS. This can be used to create tailored reporting to focus on congested metropolitan areas within your locales. Then ideally, you could utilize that report to identify trends and develop potential solution. Additionally, FHWA recently completed and published several studies committed to identifying effective motorcycle safety countermeasures, promoting roadway maintenance and design practices that account for motorcycle-specific safety concerns, and maintaining a research program that supports an improved motorcycle riding environment on America's highways. You can see that information on FHWA's website, highways.dot.gov forward slash safety forward slash other, forward slash motorcyclists, forward slash motorcycle safety. I know it's long, but promise you it's good information. Well, we'll drop that uh, link, by the way, for our listeners here. We will drop that link into the comments. If you didn't quite catch that, we will have that available for you. Awesome. Thank you so very much, Susan. And wrapping it up, additionally, the forum most regularly used by NHTSA for international collaboration in data and research is the Transportation Research Board. And their website would be a good place to search for resources or to propose additional exploration of how infrastructure impacts safe riding. Some great resources there. Uh, thank you for sharing those. And I think some really good examples of, again, not just in the U.S., but in other countries, how we can put motorcycle safety first and some some ways to look into that. So appreciate you sharing those. So you mentioned earlier the saying motorcyclist safety is everyone's safety. 
And so let's talk a little bit about the drivers around motorcyclists. Sometimes they're hard to see. Um, you know, it's just a smaller vehicle. We, we can't always see them as well. What tips do you have for the drivers to be more aware of motorcyclists in order to help keep them safe? Sounds like you're a motorcyclist yourself, Susan. There were some great tips. <laughs> I'm not actually, but <laughs> well, you are a perfect example of motorist awareness because some of the examples you provided are exactly where we go. A few important tips are going to echo what you just said. Yield to motorcyclists, especially when turning at intersections. It is a high point where we see a lot of crashes when turning into oncoming traffic or traffic going in the opposite direction, primarily at intersections. Always, when driving, avoid distractions that place motorcyclists and other road users at risk. Remember, motorcycles are smaller than most vehicles and difficult to see. Their size can also cause other drivers to misjudge their speed and distance. Though a motorcycle is a small vehicle, its operator still has the same rights to the road as any other motorist. Allow the motorcyclist the full width of a lane at all times. Simply put, motorcyclist safety is everyone's safety. That's something we all need to remember. Um, and, you know, as you, as you pointed out, I sound like a motorcyclist. I'm not, but I'm very aware of motorcycles out there for that reason, for everything you just said. You know, they're smaller vehicles and it's just easy to miss them. But, you know, we all just have to be aware of that. So thanks for those pointers. Turning now to the, the helmet question. What can you tell me about helmet safety? Is it okay to just use any helmet you want? Uh, what about not using a helmet at all? I mean, I know that, you know, some riders prefer not to have one. What What is your advice? What tips do you have for helmet safety? Motorcycle helmets save lives. To help protect the lives of motorcycle riders, the U.S. Department of Transportation requires that all motorcycle helmets sold in the United States meet Federal Motor Vehicle Safety Standard, also known as FMVSS, Number 218, this standard defines minimum levels of performance that helmets must meet to protect the head and brain in a crash. A FMVSS 218 DOT compliant helmet offers the best protection and NHTSA created a brochure to help educate the public on how to identify unsafe motorcycle helmets. Wearing a DOT compliant helmet is a choice that can save your life. And it's important as a consumer that you're able to identify that FMVSS number 218 label and that as you are purchasing that helmet, it is evident and you make the right choice. And each state, uh, as I understand, and it has its own helmet law. And can you tell our listeners where to find more information about the helmet law in their state? And then for our international listeners, how can they find more information about helmet requirements in other countries? Since, as you said, uh, wearing a DOT compliant helmet is a choice that can save your life. So where can people find information about their law where they are? Great question. Uh, typically, your motorcycle licensing authority is the best place to locate information about the helmet law where you are located, and that applies both nationally and internationally. Perfect. Good to know. So that's, a, that's another great resource that people can turn to when they need information about this. You've really shared a lot of great information with us today, LaCheryl, about motorcycle safety awareness and tips not only for motorcyclists, but for drivers around them. So really appreciate all of that. But can you, any, anything else you'd like to share or convey with us about this issue? And as, especially now when we're looking at Motorcycle Safety Awareness Month. Yes, absolutely. I will echo what was expressed by President Biden in the 2022 Motorcycle Safety Awareness Month message. And I quote, experts agree that wearing personal protective gear 
and DOT compliant motorcycle helmets, observing traffic laws, riding alcohol and drug-free, avoiding distractions, riding defensively, and obeying the speed limit can prevent injury and death. For those of us in cars, we must be aware of those on motorcycles, drive safely, and share the road. Together, we can prevent motorcycle crashes that claim the lives of our families, friends, and neighbors, and continue working together to keep our communities safe. It's a great quote. Together, we can prevent motorcycle crashes. So let's do that. Continue working together, continue sharing information, providing resources, especially for those of you who are listening that are employers and have drivers riding motorcycles in your fleets. Lots of ways to help keep them safe. So that is our goal, our mission. We can work together to prevent these crashes. So LaCheryl Jones, thanks so much for your time today. Thanks for the resources. As mentioned, we will put links down in the comments for anything that you mentioned today so that our listeners can find that. So thank you for being here. Susan, thank you so very much. And thank you to the Network of Employers for Traffic Safety. Everyone have a safe Motorcycle Safety Awareness Month. Thank you for listening to Let's Talk Now, Driving Change, a network of employers for traffic safety podcast for anyone and everyone who is dedicated to advancing road safety. Be sure to subscribe and tune in each month for new episodes.